Welcome to the D Swift Show, the entrepreneur's podcast for budding entrepreneurs exploring business life balance with your host and mentor, Ryu D Swift. Hi, guys. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Welcome to another episode with your host, Ryu D Swift. Well, today I might go a little bit psycho on you because I'm talking about quite a few things and the theme. Will probably be mentioned at the end, but this is going to be to do with psychological tricks, changes, understanding, mindset. So, without further ado, let me get going. So, most of you guys that are out there listening, I'm sure you've heard of play or played the game called Sims, right? And if you didn't, uh, well, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to explain it anyway. You make this character, right? And this character has a name. They have a sort of you basically build an avatar, and this is you simulating a life inside the game. And what you need to do is keep make sure that your levels. I'll explain that now to you. Your levels are all on good standing, and you're continuously growing. I mean, you have to find a job to co- to support your lifestyle. If you want a bigger house, you need to be good, good-paying job. You need to be able to be intellectually smart. I mean, it's, it's per- not a perfect simulation, but one of the best simulations of how our life currently is. And this is something I picked up when I was flipping. I was well, I've played games for many years. So when the first Sims came out, I kind of picked this up then already. And basically, you need to find sort of an equal way to disperse your time through the day because if you do something for too long or too hard you get tired you need to you have these bars that kind of regulate whether you kind of regulate whether you are making it or not basically if you if you dirty you are going to start feeling unhappy and you need to keep your happiness balanced so you need to obviously shower to bring your cleanliness up so that you can be a bit happy in that instance. Then there's the party, the social, the creative side of things, the logic side of things. Uh, obviously, all these things affect one another. But this is the game. You control this character, and as you advance, you increase your cap as you level up. Obviously. And increasing your cap, you increase your amount of earning, and you get more money to be able to buy more things. Like with playing a guitar, it's a perfect simulation, in, in my opinion, where you start playing a guitar and you have no aptitude towards playing anything in music, being creative. You start off, the sound sounds horrible, but after a certain amount of time that you started playing with this thing, while in the game it's a bit sped up, so you spend like 15 minutes in the game, and there you got like one level, one point level for your creative side of things you try painting the art looks like shit you try anything as creative it looks basically it's the lowest level of or lowest form of whatever and the only way to increase it is if you keep on doing this thing and obviously the time kind of doubles every time you're doing it because you need to spend more time to master this thing like playing a guitar it'll roughly take you in sims i'm just guessing about a week to get to a good level where you can start hearing some sort of music and this kind of resembles life so if you increase your cap your level you increase your capacity to be able to do certain things so if you 
are interested in something in real life now, you can learn it, but it's not going to happen immediately. Even though some people wish and think and believe that learning something is going to go very quickly, and all you need to do is do this thing once and there you go. That's, that's the consensus. So the game, you control the character, you go about your day, you, you work to afford stuff, you leisure, relax, other things to level up. Now, with that said, that's, that's, a sort of, that's a sort of mindset. If we as human beings think we can do things very quickly and find shortcuts to these things, because I mean, the human brain works like this. How to make money online today you're obviously going to be interested, it's going to pique your interest because it's something you are looking for and it's something you need an answer for at this moment. It's a problem for you in your life because you want to afford bigger things. You want to be able to do it basically in your mind. It's not necessarily the money that you need, it's actually the stuff that that money can provide you. So it's the experiences, it's the, the material things. It's, it's, yeah, it's just a lot of... It just opens up different doors for you. So here's another thing. A um, couple of questions, like scenarios. Why, this, this might be going off track, but it, I'm, I'm telling you, this is actually going to all connect up at the end. Why do you not work out? If you feel like you need to be fit or you feel like you're unfit, why don't you just work out once per month? I mean, like, to get ripped or to get fit. Imagine, oh shit, your legs are really weak. Why don't you just go on a hiking trail for 24 hours? I mean, it's simple, right? It's, it's pretty easy to think that you can actually just do that for one day and you're set, you, you basically set to do, to become fit. Or, you, you're set to be fit. You're set for life. And obviously, you're saying to yourself, like, what the hell am I talking about? So, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of uh, thinking going on there and experience you know for a fact you're gonna work out you're gonna do whatever you need to do you can't do it for 16 hours straight because you're gonna need the energy your muscles are gonna ache you're gonna you know you're gonna pain the next day if you've ever worked out or if you've done any type of strenuous exercise and we know this doesn't work it's actually counterintuitive Basically, if you work out past a certain point, you're hurting yourself, meaning you're speeding up the process of atrophy. Maybe not that, that strong, but that's how I see it. That's my belief. But obviously, we know it won't work. It's, it's obvious to those people that has, that has experienced it. Okay, so that's one thing. Then the other thing is, this is not to do with your personal life and stuff like that let's say uh, why don't you go clubbing or enjoying a good time for a, for like a whole day imagine waking up in the morning you wake up not early let's say around 10 11 and you want to start off the day with barbecuing and brine in our language is brine for you guys probably everywhere else in the world be barbecuing so you started about 10 you're obviously drinking at this time already and you, are, you eat around well you had breakfast so you you started to barbecue you started to pry and you drinking and you eat it around normal lunchtime then 
once you guys once I'm gonna say you guys maybe you done you and a few friends and whatever else is with you you guys go out you go to a pub you go to a restaurant you go to wherever and you're chilling and you having a good time again chilling drinking and eating maybe not eating immediately because you know you're kind of full so you wanna now chill have some fun and you're basically doing this till the evening side and in the evening side comes you go out again and either at the restaurant or go to another restaurant or a place or a barbecue again or whatever and you go and have a steak grill sandwich steak anything anything that's that's to do with what you need to do which is eating now it's fun to do that it's it's nice you're going out you spending time with friends or whatever and right after that it's now becoming now late evening night time and you preparing yourself to go clubbing and you've been drinking through the whole day right and in other words you know to those people that have been clubbing that have been doing this type of living this type of lifestyle can tell you this is definitely not the life but again if you were to do this today or tomorrow would be fun i imagine you do this every day because that is the consensus among people they don't want to be at work they'd rather be having fun and to have fun this would basically constitute fun you might not be drinking all day but imagine you do it every day you do half of it every day it's gonna get boring it's gonna get complacent anyway let's go to the next thing scenario number three you you basically you work as an employee or as a business owner for 24 hours and you're getting obviously more money and my question is okay cool it would be interesting to do that you get double the amount of money working a full day let's just say that now what happens if i told you would you do the same thing if you had to work five days straight or even a week seven days straight and my illusion my hallucination right now for some of you for you guys it's basically you sweating at me saying what the hell are you talking about hell no or maybe even some guys maybe the business owners are saying i wish because it means them putting more time in gives them more results but firstly those that say no it's maybe because you're unhappy but yeah you have a choice you always have a choice and yeah these type of things comes with consequences obviously but yeah it makes things uncomfortable for you but you need to well not you need to there's this thing that i i like to when i've learned while back it's called adapt or die it's just the principle that i'm living with i'm i'm, I'm believing and yeah basically if you're gonna work for this seven days or this five days straight no sleep nothing i'm talking about you working straight and you get a nice reward out of the two and you do it again the week after or the week after and the week after obviously there's a problem there and for those guys that wish they can do that it's obviously there's a there's a big reward involved there for you so obviously that's your motivator wait there's another scenario also to do with this with, with wealth so imagine winning or inheriting money a couple of millions and for most of us, that would be, it would be perfect, right? You're thinking, ah, you would never need to work again. You're set for life. I mean, fuck, you can buy yourself whatever you want. You buy yourself this house and whatever else. But, yeah, 
contrary to popular belief if you do get that lump sum of money say you win your state or your country's lotto there is a finite amount there's it's not infinite so it's finite there's a, a certain ceiling to what you can do and to tell you the truth for those people that inherit it or, or win the lotto and stuff like that I would say I've done a lot of history checking most people yeah I'll, they're kind of not happy after a couple of years those people are even more depressed so yeah it's just just a matter of thinking what might seem logical all these different scenarios might seem logical to do they are obviously the common theme actually amongst all of these is, is actually that you need to know that limits exist there is only a finite amount of energy you have when you go out partying, when you go out drinking, when you go out dancing, when you go out doing anything. And there's only a finite amount of money you can spend if you win a million bucks. There's a finite amount of time you have for the day to do certain things. There's a finite amount of energy before you burn out if you're working out, before you hurt yourself and all of that. Now, there's obviously adverse effects if you're doing this like as a as a daily thing. You you're not following, which again, this is what this whole theme is about. If you're not following a balanced strategy, it's actually just based on balance. And if you obviously don't have a balance, you're gonna feel completely out of control. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel broken. You're gonna feel hurt. You're gonna feel like nothing's working. Now, some of you probably feel like that because you've been frazzled and working your way around doing so many different things, trying to get somewhere, but limitation is there's only, there's only so much time in the day, there's only so much energy you have, there's only so much fi- um, expendable finance, let's say expendable finance that you can actually spend on this. So basically, your investment is your energy, your time, your money. If there is only a certain amount, a finite amount of these things, you need to actually consider a strategy and the mindset behind that is figure out what you want to do look at what your strengths and weaknesses are which i want to tap into right now strengths and weaknesses of oneself and obviously work towards your strengths and weaknesses according to what other people have got to where example i want to do podcasting I look at other people that podcast, I look at other people that gain followers, I look at other people that market their stuff, and I look at what is in line with what I'm doing, which is entrepreneurship now, entrepreneurship and consulting and advisory, and basically, I look at what their strong points are, I look at what my strong points are, and I work towards what is basically equal to each other or close to or I work on something that I know I, I want to work on and if I recap with with let's go with a with a with a working out scenario you obviously have to have a strategy you have a start time you have a workout time you have an end time and you have a tracking time so that's a strategy but obviously the workout has a sub strategy where you need to know what you're working out you can't just want to do do your arms <laughs> Like my fiance says, well, some guys, they look quite buff up there, but they basically skip leg day. And that's a bit of a bad thing. Because then you're going to look kind of, what's the word, improportionate or disproportional. And 
yeah, there's, there's strategies to almost everything. But what do we do as a strategy when we start out with something, when it comes to working out? We try anything. It doesn't work because the result isn't what we are looking for. And then we quit. So think about that for a second. We try what we know without doing research. And then we quit. Okay, then with the clubbing part of things, uh, well, obviously, here we can say that there's a limit to drinking, eating, and your energy levels. That's basically it. You have to do it in, how can I say, like people say, there's, there's, there's always a season for, for something or whatever you want to call it. So you can't want to party all the time. It's going to get boring. You can't want to do, you can't want to do something for too long before it starts losing its basic electricity and become a novelty and boring. So yeah, I would say that a limit exists there. So you need to know where your limit is. Then, with a working example, it's the same thing. You can work yourself to the ground, but your health is going to basically deteriorate and your, your, your mind and body is going to feel basically fucked. So you don't want to do that. You want to have some sort of strategy in place to be able to break up your blocks of time and be able to do the things that you need to do, not just do the things that you need to do, but to work on the things that's gonna give you the most result for that day, for that month, for that week, or whatever, so that you can carry on moving forward and growing. Now, with the, with the lottery thing, well, I, I can't help you with that, that's, that's money smart, that's a whole new game on its own. There you can obviously have wants and desires and that's to do with emotional intelligence. I would suggest reading a book called Daniel Goldman's EQ, Emotional Quotient. Something I read a while back, probably 10 years back. And I can't even tell you the strategies now. I can recap and give you a nice summary of it. But basically, if you have control of your emotions, I, I say this, if you have control of your emotions, you kind of win the game at any type of persuasive argument. That's all I'm going to say. So, number one, know that the limits exist. Number two, find balance and strategy. And obviously, number three, sometimes the things are counterintuitive. I mean, like working out, you don't have to spend a full 10 hours in the gym. You actually just need to spend, if you're doing it right, and have your workout plan set. And I'm not talking about having these guys that are in gym, the gorillas that are in gym helping you out. This is now the, the trainers that are there. I'm talking about you work at your own strategy by doing your own research, testing your own theories, and seeing what works for yourself. And most of the time, sometimes, it's counterintuitive. You don't have to work that hard to get the result that you're looking for and this is my personal experience I mean a year ago I've been 87 kilograms for about five four four five years and obviously I wanted to get rid of some of the or shed some of the body fat that I had look I'm not a I'm not a fat guy I'm not a skinny guy I'm okay ish built I'm medium sized so yeah I searched for a couple of things. I even bought a couple of programs. Mike Chan's one program is quite good. I would suggest you guys who really want to lose weight and build muscle do that. But that wasn't my cup of tea. I look for strategies that are quick working, least amount of effort, 
with the best result. So I, I found a little strategy that I, I nitpicked and tried it for three weeks and I lost 10 kgs. That was last year around about this time. I've lost the weight and I've kept that weight down. I've only done it for three weeks and that was it. I've kept it stable. I was at 77 point something. I'm probably at 77.9. I probably picked up a couple of grams over the time. But the fact of the matter is there are strategies out there that will work for you. You just have to find it. It's a lot of PT as an effort. It's a lot of effort. But it depends on yourself. If you don't want to do that, it's up to you. Stick with, basically, do exactly what you keep doing to get exactly the same result that you keep getting. Or change it up and try something different, even if the results are not desirable. Everything is trackable. I'm not saying you should track every single thing, but I've tried. It's cumbersome. It gets very, what's the word? Uh, it gets a lot. You have to keep track of tracking. Um, yeah, You have to figure out your own way. I'll figure out my own way. I use a bullet journal. If anybody, if anybody wants to know anything about the bullet journal, just uh, comment or send me a message via Facebook. I'll send you links. That's that's something I can do. It's something I've taken taken a bit of pride in. I've actually learned it a couple of years ago and started using it, and it's worked out quite well. I keep changing it every couple of months or so, and it's it's kept me going, and it's still keeping me going. A lot of my notes and stuff is in there, and a lot of my personal things are in there. I've got three or four now stacked up that I still keep and I review. It's one of the best things that works for me. I've tried a lot of things. I have Evernote and that's another way for me to keep track of things. But yeah, that's just another strategy that you can use. Like I told you, I use strategies to learn to learn. So the best book to learn something fast would be Josh Kaufman's 20, uh, The First 20 Hours. One of the best books I've ever picked up. I've, I've read that thing probably only once, but the amount of information that I've got, and I've summarized it literally into a, uh, a post-it note. Just the steps, because I don't need all the fluff. The fluff, I've got my motivation. I've got my stories behind myself. So if anybody else wants to learn anything about that, then obviously the fluff is there for you to get more motivation and all the other, thing, all the other good stuff. So... Yeah, that is basically what I'm covering and the last part and the most important part, the practical part of all of this. You know how life goes. You have to put in your time. You have to put in your effort to, to get some sort of reward. Even if you feel like you're doing it wrong, you're doing it one way. There are many ways to, to kind of skin a cat, like I told you. There's many ways to do to get an answer for something. Like, like my engineer brain, if I can't figure out a way to do it, take a break and come back with a different perspective from a different angle and I will crack that code. And I actually wanted to name this, this little episode Reinventing Yourself or something along the lines of becoming more disciplined, more persuasive, earning, more, uh, earning power increase or something like that. But there's a lot of holes when it comes to that. I mean, reinventing yourself. There's some of you guys that don't want to reinvent yourself. You're happy with yourself as you are. So I think I'm going to name it something like become a better version, version two of yourself. Literally on turbocharge. This is the part that's 
most interesting and more practical. It's the strategy of, I would say, what I followed, not my life journey, but something that I've used and when I pick, picked this up back when I, well, more than 10 years ago, I used this and it gave me an edge in quite a few things. I mean, my earning potential did go up because I started understanding things about myself I didn't know. And what it actually is, is um, it's this little thing that was, let me give you a backstory, let me give you a bit of a backstory. There was this guy, a uh, profound uh, psychiatric uh, professor, let me say that. His name was Carl Gustav Jung. He had a publication that was put out back in the 20s, and in 1923, he published it in English. Now, I think, not I think, if, I, if memory serves me, there's this lady, these two ladies, uh, Myers and Briggs, uh, I did I not put this in my name, Catherine Briggs and Isabel Myers. It's, it's KBIM. Catherine Briggs and Isabel Myers. They basically took Carl's publication and it was similar to what they were doing. And the publication was that um, that people are innately different. Yeah, every, We all know this now, obviously. Every person is different. But even though we know this, we still treat each other the same. The sales, sales force at different companies still do their sales taxi, tactics the same. I mean, who, who loves it when someone calls you and you know it's a telemarketer because they open up with exactly the same line. Nowadays, I kind of give them advice and these people want to work for me. That's if I have time to actually talk to them and give them advice as to how to open people and how not necessarily close because closing is more to do with consulting. Anyway, they, they Catherine Briggs and Isabel Myers took that idea that everyone is different everybody perceives the world differently everybody learns differently everybody makes decisions differently so we all know we're different but there, there was a common ground and that's what what kbim kind of figured out and in 1943 that's about 74 75 years ago this is what they published how to actually get what you call a personality is it in, uh, personality quotient from anyone and it's 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 amazing this was published in 1975 right and it's still valid today some some I would say very established companies use this as their entrance assessment it's a psychometrics assessment and I would say this to give yourself a little bit of a head start do the Myers-Briggs, it's called Myers-Briggs Personality Assessment or Personality Quotient. There's this one site that makes it quite easily now, uh, it's called 16 Personalities because there are, only there are only 16 different personalities. And from these 16 personalities, it's quite accurate. It does change over time because each one has their own experiences, each, one, each person goes through life differently and you change as you evolve as time goes on. Like at first I was an INTJ and now I'm an ENTP, if I'm not mistaken, if I, I must just double check. But anyway, I've worked on my strengths, I've worked on all those things and it's quite accurate actually, it's, it's still quite accurate. 
And why would you do this besides the accuracy? Well, you, you work out literally what is your strength. And why would you want to do something if it's not part of your strengths? And you can actually work on your weaknesses and you can decide and you can tell people this is my weaknesses. I mean, you can go to interviews. If you're looking for a job, that's one of the things that can answer. And you can give a solid answer and tell them how you got to it and explain to them why you did it. Why you went through this. I mean, it's, it's, it's an eye-opener. And it, literally, why it can change your life, it gives you insight about you. Something no one else can give you. Some people would prefer going to a doctor, a PhD, a, psych, psych, a psychiatric evaluation to get this type of thing. I mean, back in the day, we have the internet now. Back when uh, one of the mentors that I listened to, uh, Brian Tracy, he was, when he finished school, he was a laborer. He used to work hard. That was his fundamental idea of himself. He worked hard and he built himself up that way. I think at the time he got kind of tired of doing what he was doing or just wanted to try something different. And he went to one, one of his psychiatric friends, had done an evaluation and the evaluation turned out that Brian Tracy would be a good speaker, as in what he's doing today. Just, just so by the way, if you don't know who Brian Tracy is, look him up. And he is, at that time, he was like, a, a, I'll be a speaker, like stand in front of people and talk to them as a group. And, like a, and his friend said, yes. And basically, he was dumbfounded because that was his weakest quality that he, he told his, his friend. And he's like... But I can't do that. It's, I'm afraid, first of all, and I've never done it. So I'm obviously not good at it. And his friend kind of, I'm not sure if he twisted his arm, I can't remember. This was a while back when I read the book. His friend told him, you know what, just try it out. I think when he tried it out and he got over the fear and he started learning the tactics how to become better at speaking, which didn't take him too long. His affinity towards becoming a good speaker was already there. He just didn't tap into it. So that was one of his strengths. He worked towards it. And in a short amount of time, he became a good speaker. He was on TV. He was making courses. He's still making courses. He's still doing talks. He's still doing his stuff all over the internet now. That's all over the net now. I would say for him it was life changing because it changed the course of his reality, his life. He thought he would have been working at the steel mill or wherever the hell he was working for a long time. So one of, one of the things is it's quite accurate. You might disagree with it, you might have your own limitations, your, your limiting beliefs, limitations. And also for those that don't really need it, it's good for those data junkies out there that want to know a little bit more about themselves. Welcome to the D Swift Show, and the entrepreneur's just, podcast. You know, for it's, it's a good start for those that need a, a start in the right direction. If you lost your compass along you the way, or if you don't know what the hell you're doing, or you don't know ready? what to do, Exploring the science it's, of your it's basically one of those things that, that, um, that can change the course the of your life. But... It's you won't know until you try. No like I tell most of the people, they're always telling me, like, oh, you, 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 and grab you some busy bonuses. doing this, and last time I heard you went to computers, and last time I checked, you're busy building servers. Well, it all served me good and well to try these things, but I looked at it as... Remember to subscribe to the latest episodes. I think I'm not good at. And it turns out in the end, it's not that I'm not good at it, it's just, I don't have enough patience, 
or I tried it and I, it, it's fun for a certain amount of time but I got what I wanted out of that and I mean one of the things that I still want to do is actually write the book and that's still in the cards but I mean that's that's later on as I build this little journey that I'm busy with now my journey to podcasting and I mean yeah look it up that would be the Myers-Briggs personality assessment google it i might leave it in the link below if you actually check and also if you would like you can sign up for my uh i'm starting a little i can i say i'm still working on a little heading for this but i'm saying how to cut the learning curve so if you want to start if you want to join the, the mailing list i'm going to start with the mailing list i want to see if i can actually build a little group and start giving quality info value basically giving back this isn't something i'm going to charge for this is something i'm going to build a community around and what i would like to do is for those people that are interested i'm the type of person that loves puzzles and i'm going to incorporate that in this because the first sign up thing that i left in my previous um it was one of the previous episodes i think it's episode four has a little sign up button at the bottom of this of this little description box if people read it cool they go into there but there's a little trick that you have to not figure out but there's a little it's almost like a little gate that i put in front of it and simple instruction but yeah if you can follow instruction that's the first little thing that i I know your cognition is there you you're actually listening you're keeping up or or at least i would say i deem you worthy i'm not saying i'm not going to deem you worthy if you don't follow instructions properly there's going to be those funny jokers that's going to try something different but the thing is i'm trying something i'm I'm always doing something if it doesn't work out well it doesn't work out i've got no qualms about it i've learned something new i can actually put this in part of my consulting business so it's not something i'm not gaining anything out of so yeah i think that's this episode done i thought i was going to speak for like eight minutes but damn i'm speaking longer than what i thought again unscripted this this is just what i'm talking about and if you guys want to get a hold of me you can go to uh the facebook page at d swift hacker leave a comment message message me on there i will do my best to reply like i said in the previous episode or one of the previous episodes i'm not a social media junkie i don't sit on facebook all day i don't sit and go through people's posts and stuff i read most of the time and if i'm not reading while i'm driving i'm listening to a podcast or i'm listening to an audio book or i'm listening to a book that i turn into an audio because i don't have the time to sit and actually read but i have my times to read and i mean the way i've set my life strategy up it's working for me it's not going to work for everyone and yeah it's just a matter of i'd like to hear back from you guys any type of feedback anything good anything bad anything to help improve because that's what we're here for improving ourselves and yeah i hope this this episode was a bit more informative and a bit more practical and it helped you a little bit in something it's not like the others not about just making money but yeah those episodes making money is one thing like i said in the previous episode one of the previous episodes episode four i'm not in this to make money i'm here to actually figure this out and i'm true to that a lot of people might say but yeah but you like everybody else everyone just wants to make money 
yeah you need money to live in that but if your your intent again Wayne Dyer is one of the one of the another great guy taught me quite a bit in, in some of his talks intent carries over through what you actually deliver and I'm trying to deliver something that you can use that's tangible that you can say like oh my fuck why didn't I try this or oh my damn it's so easy it's so simple the thing is we complicate things and I'm trying trying to help you out with decluttering your life basically there's a whole thing that I actually wrote on that but I didn't put it out there I think I might just speak about that because a lot of people don't have the time to do these things I mean Look, the Myers-Briggs thing is basically, what's it, uh, 71 questions. But the way they made it on the 16personalities.com, it's a bit easier. So, if you want, try it twice. You might come up with a different result, which I highly doubt. But, yeah, it's something I can, it, it does help you through a lot of things. So, yeah. Guys, that's it from me. Hopefully, I hear from you. And also, hopefully you sign up for Cutting the Learning Curve. You'll find that link in the description box below. I'm not sure if I'm going to leave this. I don't know how the description box works in D-Sound. But yeah, you can find me on the different channels. I'm also doing not YouTube videos, but I'm converting these types of audios. And I'm learning uh, like virtual effects and putting this on youtube so yeah youtube and dtube the decentralized version don't know about that yeah episode four steam it look it up listen to it get on board so yeah guys for the last time let me say goodbye and i'm out thanks for listening Thanks for listening to The D. Swift Show. Be sure to like and share. If you have any thoughts, related or unrelated, please leave it in the comments. Before we forget, don't forget to subscribe for up-to-date episodes. Till next time.